Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, number 47. Uh, I'm your host, Dieter. With me, as always, is... Mike. Ooh, a little indifferent Mike on that one. <laughs> you weren't sure. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Up or down. <laughs> Which way are those meds taking you today? You don't know. But uh, <laughs> every day is an adventure. <laughs> every day is an adventure. So anyway, uh, yeah, so we are friends, Mike and I. Mike and me. I don't know the correct. <laughs> I am friends with, so it would be Mike and I, I think, yes. Okay, see, we're a book about literature, or a podcast about literature. Can't even speak correctly. So uh, we're friends, and uh, not only do we read comics and enjoy it, but we enjoy talking about them together even more. So much so, it's recorded, put on the internet, so we can listen to it all the time. Like late, like even during the week when we're not talking to each other, we just listen to these episodes together, and it's like we're never apart. Exactly. That's why. That's why I uh, wasn't working a couple of weeks ago. I just listened to podcasts all day. You're like, I don't take don't some work. time off. I just do it all the time anyway. Like even during work, I put like both the headphones in. They're like, "Excuse me, sir." They call me sir at work too. It's weird. <laughs> sir, sir, you're gonna. You need to remove both headphones. And I'm like, you know what? Eat it. <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Kind of... I got a sandwich in my hand. I'll eat that. They just. Ba- <laughs> Good thing I'm holding the sandwich. Good thing I'm holding a sandwich, sir. And walk away. And they walk away. I'm like, that's right. That's exactly how it goes. And then I go back to <laughs> doing stuff. So anyway, speaking of doing stuff, getting right into it. Batman Superman, number nine, Atomic, or I don't know. What is an A without a little stripe? What do you call the stripe on an A? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, what is an A without that stripe? Uh, upside down V. Atomic. Atomic. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be the title of this. We'll give the shout out to the letterer because John J. Hill. Nice. Jonah John Jameson Joan Hill's cousin, twice removed. He decided. Who decided to do this little box? You think that's the letter? We always have this conversation. I know. There's letters involved, but it's like this is obviously art. <clears throat> yeah, that's another question. I don't know who does that box. Would they? It's the editor. and then like. You know, who puts the, the names in? Because if it's the letterer, wouldn't you always be tempted to put your name on top? Be like, letterer, <laughs> motherfucking me. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Eat a dick, fucking Clayton dick. Henry on art and Alejandro Sanchez on colors. Well, I guess you know it's not the editor that does the cover. Because letters, letterers never have the uh, cover, their name on the cover. They don't? No. You think that has something to do with how much they get paid? You just recently, yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, and they just recently, relatively recently, put the colorist on there. Mm, that sounds topical. I think we should stay away from that. Uh, <laughs> Joan, Joshua Williamson doing all the writing, though. Williamson, right? I said that. I don't know. Can't remember yeah, what I just good. said half a second ago. It's fucking drugs. Okay, but anyway, uh, <laughs> do you remember where this one left off with like the Zod? Uh, Al Ghul super crossover, right? Yeah, I think that this was the last story yet. Yeah, this is all brand new status. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get like a body, right? Yep. No, oh, that first panel is awesome. Yeah, there's all kinds of like, it looks like USB cables or like, it looks like a SATA cable or like some kind of Ethernet plug like up there all the way on the, the highest one. Mm-hmm. But then there's obviously like some kind of artificial vein coming out of it because that's like, and then there's like tubes and shit. 
It's like a cyborg arm, but they don't really say like well they say look at him and the wires. Yeah. But they don't say much else. And and I figure this is gonna be a nice bloody, gory issue. I'm like, oh, I can't believe this is a regular DC comic. But that was the only panel, so I don't know how they slipped that panel past everybody. <laughs> slipped it in slide into your DMs, in. Mike. It's a fucking But every time I see I I guess every time, I guess it's not that often. But this reminds me of uh Nightmare Ultra Three. You ever see the one where they they're in the hospital and the kid get turns into, gets turned into a marionette, but it takes his veins out of his wrist, and you and it pulls him up and he turns into a very marionette. It's a, so you said you said Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, oh 3. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. One. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 messed up heart. Every time I, when, I, when I look at this, that's what I can think of. Every time you look at this. Every panel, time I look at this. The week that it's been out, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh my god, Nightmare on Elm Three. Oh, I should put the DVD in and fucking read the comic at the same time. <laughs> That's how excited I was for this. It's pretty hardcore. And then it never came back. And it never came back, no. But all right. So, well, the two cops are like, fuck, how'd they get their car on the beach? Oh, that can happen. Depends on where you are. You better be fucking hoping tide ain't coming in. They're pretty close oh, yeah, to the yeah, That is true. They don't have, like, beach tires. It's always, like, those trucks that you see. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Never see like a cruiser on the beach. Didn't <laughs> see they were smart. So that's the first call. The first call is uh, against the uh, the dead body. The second call is, uh, can somebody pick us up? <laughs> we washed our car away again. One cop has a hat and one doesn't. So is it like one out of uniform or does it? Is it an option? I think hats uh, are optional. Same thing with the tie. The one that doesn't have the hat is wearing the tie. It's like you can have a hat but no tie, <laughs> or you can have a tie but no hat. Like fucking budgets, we're being defunded. I don't know if you heard. I was but, I was thinking it was like pieces of flair. It's uh one piece of for, you need one piece of formality. It's like that one. meme. <laughs> it's like that meme where like Donald and Mickey buy that outfit together, and it's like <laughs> you know both their clothes as one outfit, and they're like, oh, they only had enough money to like buy the one. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, what is it makes shirt, sense? Why pants? one? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like they like had to get they had to, like dressed this out of the same fucking uniform or something like i wonder if the guy has a belt like this guy has a belt <laughs> that guy that guy probably doesn't <laughs> but he had one of his shoes the other doesn't but he got the flashlight see yeah there you go so fuck that's crazy Budget just, and this is just the fucking first page mike <laughs> we haven't even got to the fact that yeah. like the time stamp where it shows you superman is fucking clark kent right yep so that's kind of cool and then you get this big old, like, I guess, like, fucking drifting Batmobile. <laughs> it's like that guy. Like, if you had, like, a fucking 30-foot-long car, would you just, like, carelessly drift it around corners? <laughs> like, I don't know. If I was Batman, yeah. Why not? Well, fuck, yeah, why not, right? You knock down a, ha- a building. You're doing it all the time anyway. You can just blame it on some villain you were chasing. Then you get paid to put it back up. <clears throat> it's all fucking Calendar Man's fault. Guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> yep. But he's Russian because he's... Hitting the the skeet skirt, skeet skirt, hitting the sideways streets because Atomic's going ape shit, dude. That's that guy's name. What's that guy's name? Atomic Skull. Atomic Skull. How ap- how fucking accurate is that guy's name, right? <laughs> right on the nose there. <laughs> He'll dress like Iron Man, though. Eh? I was gonna say. That. I was just about to say that. His Atomic Skull with the uh, Iron Man suit and his uh, what is it? The reactor in his chest. What's it called? Damn it. This is like an amalgam of Ghost Rider and. Iron Man. Pretty much, yes. But he's purple, so who's and he's purple? atomic. Purple that's man. And, and purple man. Right? <laughs> purple is that man. Is that, that's a guy, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, 
Uh, Jessica Jones, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but like he's also Doctor Bones, just a normal Dr. person walking around with a skull face, skull head that somehow can talk and make sounds. Well, no, that was the that was not, that was the Ghost Rider. Well, yeah. I was I was going for the trifecta Marvel. Oh, fuck sorry. you! Like we're taking three of your villains, <laughs> turning it into one, and we're killing them. Right? Suicide, because yep. this guy can't handle it anymore. And he says somebody made him do it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's his whole trip. Yep. Batman's like, I told you officers to fuck off, and they're like, Screw you, bats! We're here to do shit. <laughs> I got a hat. He has some goggles. But. Batman's like beating the shit out of those cops too, for yeah. not listening. Or no, because they're not real cops. No, yeah. The funny thing is, it starts off. You're not supposed to know that, right? So he's over here protecting the cops, going after Atomic Skull, and then right after that, he goes, "No, I knew they were. I knew they were in cops the whole time." He's like, "Hold on, what were you doing here? Trying to make a point?" He's even shooting at him like Iron Man with his fucking hand in this mm-hmm. one panel where it says "whoosh." whoosh yep but he wouldn't let me and it's like whoosh out of his hand just like Iron Man would blast somebody hmm wonder how this one got past the editors I don't know but so yeah the cops are like yeah I don't understand who how do they figure it out I don't remember it was the uh, old old uniforms oh yeah because after the city of Maine Batman uh, paid for more new uniforms so they're BC. See that instead of before Corona, they say BC like before oh. or Bane City, like right? BB before Bane. No, don't say that. It's just uh. like Bane City. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Fuck, dude. <laughs> they say before BC, and then we just say BC. BC. See mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't put the other the triple B. Uh, I see. Yeah. So they're so yeah before Bane which is still see it's just BB I fucked up I guess I suppose my, it wasn't before that PCB, great before City of Bane I don't know PCP that's what we have we have a this locker system right where so if the mailman comes here to bring you some shit mm-hmm. and they're like this I'm not walking upstairs or they're like uh, <clears throat> it's too large to fit in your little mailbox mm-hmm. there's like a locker system they can put it in mm-hmm. it's called the package concierge mm-hmm. sounds classy right yeah and then it's also, so you could say, like, I have a package concierge package, right? But I just kind of, like, put that into an acronym. I got a PCP. But then when I realize you're telling that to, like, your 10-year-old son, you're like, hey, go, go pick up my PCP. He's like, what the, what the fuck, Dad? Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, my life. Little snippets. See? But just, and, so... <laughs> Back to the comic. Yeah. <laughs> Forget the PCP. We're going down a, uh, a dangerous path here. Mm-hmm. And, but to talk about the letterer, when you first saw that, do you think it was the uh, Batman who laughs that was doing all this? And is that why they turned a couple of words red? Well, how early did they turn the words red? Only where he says, now be a good boy and come with us. Yeah. And before that, right? There you got the oh, two. Oh, me, I, yeah, I, me. Mm. Because that's what you're right. That's what David Sharp did for uh, Batman right. Laughs. Is that what's supposed to happen? Because I didn't get that. I didn't catch it. Obviously. Well, the first, yeah, the first thing I did when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, is that who it is? This is, or is this another Batman Laughs story?" Right? I wasn't sure what was going on. I just don't know why a couple words would suddenly be read. It makes no sense. Maybe this is the trying to trying to dupe you, Mike. They're I think so. You... I think that's what happened, and it worked. Because this guy now, once Batman. Bust this mook in the face, right? Mm-hmm. Crack. And uh, 
takes off and see his he fucking punches his hair to another color you notice that <laughs> when he cracks him in the face his hair is like brown like a light brown yep. almost red but then when he's taking his helmet off it's black he like fucking punched the pigment like right out of his hair so much so no he added pigment because like, he added he, pigment <laughs> fucking crazy dude but this guy's face is just like that arm right yeah. it's got those yep. same wires so the same remote control, like fucking Batman says, they look like remote controlled drones. Like, just say drones, dude. <laughs> I guess isn't the definition of a drone, right? Are they always yeah. remote controlled? Why you got to awesome. say remote controlled? Are you saying they're like AI, like versus yeah. like AI? Like, I don't know. These oh, are sentient yeah. fucking people. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> These are sentient humans. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> we get but that. It's a pr- pretty crazy picture there, too. You got those wires, like, sewn into his forehead and ripping his mouth right crazy and then you get like these two like really like these panels down here that like they look pretty cool but then once you start questioning like the technology or like just the uh, his anatomy it's like an anatomy impossibility Mm -hmm. like that his eyes his skull eyes would change because they don't really change well they do i guess that he's even blinking them and shit so what's his skull made out of it's all no, rubber. It's a, it's a mask. It's all it is. Rubber mask. Really? Covering just <clears throat> purple uh, haze. Well, that's what they. That's like the uh, the black mask, right? His, mm-hmm. Well, they actually say it in his name that he's a mask. They call this guy the skull. I don't buy it. I'm. Bu- I don't know. I don't think it's a mask. That's some good mask technology, if it is, though. <laughs> that's <clears> what I'm so saying. Anyway. His body is just gas. So. But this guy blows up something fierce, right? Yeah, he destroys multiple uh, multiple city blocks here, with what you assume is like an atom bomb, right? Right. I mean, goddamn, to live in Gotham, like why? It's got to be like four dollars a month rent for like a <laughs> yeah, two exactly. bedroom apartment. Like, who, uh-huh. Who would you ever live in Gotham? You got you know you got Bane fucking everybody up. You got Joker constantly running around killing people just because constantly. Mister Freeze, the Riddler. Always out to kill everybody just because Batman. They say like, "Well, look, Batman, you're shitty at saving people. Let me kill a bunch." And it's like that's why we live in Gotham. <laughs> you're killing them just because you want me to save them. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's so crazy. Superman, he's off in Paris, trying to get a date with his wife, but there's hella paparazzi. But he hears, of course, he hears everything, right? Of course. Gotham. Gotham's in trouble. Gotta get there, bitch. Takes off. Just ditches her. I know. Like, yeah, like <clears throat> what if this what if this is like one of the world ending uh battles that he has to fight? Now Lois has to find her way home. But I know he assumes he could just come back and pick her up, but jeez. Take and her with you and drop this, her off at Metropolis. Right? Does this prove that like like Gotham is in perpetual night? Like there <laughs> is no daytime in Gotham. <laughs> this right? night in Paris. Because they're on like a dinner date. There's stars yeah. out in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. Eiffel Tower lights are on. What time do you think those come on? Seven? Yeah. It's got to be past seven. Yeah, it's sunset there, yeah. No, it's sunset. Dude, there are straight up oh, uh, sunrise. sky full of stars. Well, I'm looking at the... There's the one panel and he's flying. Flying hey, over Paris. Oh, I could give it to you, dude. It could be sunrise. No, what time was... Okay, so the sun's coming up in Paris. But What's, sunrise and all the restaurants open? Superman, I guess they'll open for Superman, right? Yeah, they'll fucking open for Lois Lane. They're like, yes, you silly American, you can eat your dinner at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you see just, the American. Just to coincide with the Gotham exploding at their nighttime. Because when he gets back to Gotham, it's nighttime here. Mm-hmm. It blew up at night. He had to hear it. It's not like he heard it hours later. I don't know. Timetable strange. How long would it take for the sound to reach him, though? Mm. How fast is sound? 850 miles an hour or something like that? Sure. Isn't that like when they do the sonic boom or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not okay. sure what the speed is. Okay, so we'll just say 800 miles an hour for eight times. How far away is Paris, you think, from Gotham? Um, Gotham. You want to say it's New York? Yeah, well, yeah, they say New Jersey, right? Same shit. How <laughs> how big's the Atlantic Ocean? Let's see. So you want it Newark, New Jersey, then? Mm, yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. Are you looking this up? You don't uh-huh. know? Oh, I wouldn't know. I'll, how would I know? I'm a guess. 5,000 miles. That's probably uh, from New York. Yeah. Three or 5,000. Directions are not available to this location. So come on. Bullshit. No you can't get there. Yeah, you can't fly over there anymore because of the fucking... The Maps thing. app. Uh, you're on Maps. That's your pro. There's your problem. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'll get on with it. Superman flies to Gotham. Still nighttime for some reason. And he starts saving everybody and he finds Batman like buried under hella rubble. Which is like... 3,600 miles. Ooh. Oof. So I was off by like twice. (laughs) (laughs) By twice. No, not quite. So what's that then divided by 800? 1632, Uh, so four. Took like four minutes. That's a second or whatever. Yeah, four and a... Yep. This is why we read comics, because we're not good at math. uh, What did you say? What did you say, 800? Yeah, but isn't that miles per hour? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, four and a half hours. That's four and a half hours later. Okay, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. Makes even less sense. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, because they made it sound like he heard it at the same. So, what is he hearing? That you're right. How does this super hearing work now? Is it he's waiting around for that sound? And you also didn't talk about the uh, curve of the Earth. Because you, you, I mean, I guess, I guess you know, sound goes out like that, and it'll bounce around. Bounces off the atmosphere. That's what it is. He's hearing. He's hearing the uh, echo off the atmosphere. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh-huh. What the fuck? That's why he. Oh, I don't know. None of this is making. Why'd they put him in Paris? There you go. Yeah, they I don't know. Put that he, on your Instagram. To he could have been Williams. in Metropolis and Scotia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, when he gets to Gotham, look how fucking giant packages. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> You a, you and packages. It's longer than his head and neck, dude. <laughs> it's all crazy. But it's Superman, so I guess it's fitting. Yeah. Well, maybe those are his diapers. He took a huge dump because he's flying around the earth back and a forth. A reverse time to go. dump? It's just dude, absorbing everything. That is all in the front. You can even see the belt loops of how much that's like pulling it up snug. <laughs> it's okay. intense, dude. I don't know. But anyway, it continues. This package doesn't get any smaller in the next no. page. <laughs> or while he's like digging Batman out of that hole. That Speaking bu- of which, so he had that atomic bomb go off. <clears throat> and Batman just trapped under a couple of ru- pieces of rubble. Well, he couldn't, fi- he couldn't find a refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. But he was next to the car, right? Yeah. And what do you think he could have a uh, fractured? What? Like, he's like, hey, careful, you've got a... 
or he does have he's like you've got a fractured and he doesn't say it he's like i'm fine i'm fine <laughs> we need to move <laughs> what's fractured it's hilarious but he's still walking you're right his arm i guess i don't know spine his skull oh yeah so <clears throat> pretty funny nice batman superman dynamic it starts clicking clicking back to uh those cops that found that body right mm-hmm. and fucking superman they find and this guy's an atomic blast levels buildings yep. and like there's just dust and rubble yet he still has a body to be found well you see the skulls fractured right so i guess all the atomic blast is inside his head and that's what blew out okay so like <laughs> i don't know dude i don't think you'd find I don't think there'd be a body. No, of course not. I don't know. Depends on. I mean, I guess it depends on what blows up. I mean, the guy is a walking skull with uh, vapors all around him, constantly coming from outside, in, from outside, from inside of him. Hmm. I, I'm not going to worry about the fact that when he blew up, he still had a half a skull at least. His bomb joint's gone too. Like fifth makes, makes you feel better. Like nine tenths of his skull left. We talking <laughs> half his skull. <laughs> well, I was yeah. thinking like the I said the bottom half is gone. What about, oh, it's like his a, jaw. Oh yeah, you're right. It blew his jaw off. That's it. So these cops, they go inside a cave for some reason. They're like, hey, fuck it, let's just go in this cave, right? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I don't think that body washed up from the ocean. It looks like it came from this cave. How did it look like it came from that cave? It looked pretty washed up from the ocean, from where it, we saw it in that it first did. panel. I mean, it was on the waves and everything. And there's no, like it, there's no marks in the sand. I'm flipping back. There it is looks a like it came from here. Uh, look whatever. how little that cave entrance is versus like how big it gets like when yeah. they go into it mm-hmm. like, that'd be the the craziest thing about it was like well it looks like we could barely fit into this cave and now that we're up to it it's like twice the size we are uh-huh and so did you see any of this coming no is this I did not. gorilla guy is this a new guy no he is not i'm glad you asked what a great segue he's actually the first dc supervillain the ultra humanite the ultra humanite. 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 <laughs> humanite. What an idiot. But yeah, so uh <laughs> Well because he, he he started in um Action Comics, I think it was thirteen. Yeah. And he's so he's a first um supervillain, but he's basically like, he's a precursor to actually Lex Luthor. Did he look just like this? No, he started off as human. It wasn't until the eighties that he transferred his mind. So here it is. It's uh, the ultra uh, in and in, in the annual JLA at JSA team up in JLA uh, numbers 195 through 197, the Ultra Humanite transfers his consciousness to an albino gorilla body and becomes a major supervillain on Earth 2. So when does he incorporate all this crazy-ass cyborg shit into him, which <clears throat> it looks like he has? That part I don't know, but he's always had like a um, something on his on his skull to make him superhuman. Uh, superhumanly smart, basically. Okay, was his brain always as ex? Exposed as it seems on this one, because I mean that seems like the weak point right there, right? Yeah, you could fucking exactly. like throw some sand on that shit, and it looks like it'd fuck him up. It's just like exposed brain. Yeah, even even when he's um, yeah, I'm looking at the images when in the cartoons and a lot of the uh, the all the gorilla stuff. He very often either has a, a enlarged brain or a uh, exposed brain, or he's yeah, got I'm, some uh, yeah. what's it called on top? Yeah, uh, basically a contraption on top of his brain to help him uh, control people. 
well this thing goes like all the way like you can see like all his like his deltoids and his like trapezius muscles and all that kind of stuff are like half of his pecs they're all cyborg status and like you can see like it goes down those wires and stuff go down into his hands but they have like claws on the back of them and shit mm-hmm. so he's like oh he looks pretty badass except for that exposed brain part which is just <laughs> like seems so vulnerable Oh, he's like yeah, cruci- it's, it's kind of crazy. I don't like. I don't know why. Like I said, when he when he transfers his consciousness into a gorilla, why does he look like that? Like, why does he decide to also make his brain sticking out? Makes he's sense. like he's like crucifying fucking people. You see that? Like at the last page, mm-hmm. it's like making an atomic army. Looks like he was trying. He's like going all like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer on them, pouring <laughs> acid in their brains and shit, trying to make like zombies and shit. So I just sent you a picture of the original, the first appearance of Ultra Humanite. Uh, He's basically Lex Luthor. <clears throat> basically. Whoa, you're right, but he has a little bit more hair. A little bit more hair, yes. My goal, domination. Of the world. What a fucking A plot that guy has going on, holy shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Speaking of a plot, how about... I don't know. What did we agree on? I don't remember. Action Comics? No, we didn't. Yeah, sure we did. Action <laughs> Comics. Okay. Number 10, Theater. There was no agreement. You, you said, you want to do this? You go, how about this? You go, no, we're going to do it the other way. Okay. Shh. And now you don't remember. Are you revealing to the fans our, like, t- our turmoil? Uh-huh. Behind uh-huh. the scenes? Like, how we just absolutely hate each other off mic, and we're always arguing, and we're like, you piece of shit. I'm telling you what issue we're going to do next. And you're like, oh. Exactly. I've heard that's the only thing people care about the show. Learning how much I don't like you. I mean, how much you don't like me. You heard something about the show? No. And you didn't tell me? Oh, okay. My wife said that. Ooh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) She she said, I listen to you. I listen to you off when you're off mic, when you're off air and you're bitching at each other. That's the fun part. Mm. She says, you're... Petty squabbling off air is more entertaining than that eight bit fucking podcast, eight rate fucking podcast that you fucking try to s- put together. Exactly. And she, she tells me how shitty the podcast is, and I go to bed crying most nights. Go figure. Oh, she gives you a bed? <laughs> I said go to bed. It's just a phrase. I said, oh, because I was like, last time I checked in with you, you only had that box like in the corner. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. You're I didn't want to get it, that far into it, dear. Now, now it's it a, turning into You're a, calling it a bed now. That's just cool. a phrase. Okay. Well, speaking of houses, makes me it makes me feel better. It keeps me from crying during the podcast. Son of a bitch, Mike. You ruined it. Speaking of houses, <laughs> the House of Kent, Chapter One, <laughs> not Part One, Chapter One. And your bestest, favoriteest friend, writer in the world, Brian Michael Bendis, teamed up with your. Bestest, favoriteest drawer in the world, John Romita Jr. and Danny I like Miki. one a bit more than the other. I'll let the audience decide who. <laughs> Danny Miki doing some pencils. Brad Anderson doing some ink. Dave Sharp, Sharp Records, doing the letters, right? Favorite letterer, David Sharp. It's just Dave Sharp. How you call him David for? You don't know. Oh, him. sorry. That's what I call, to, call him when I hang out with him. What is what if it's father like 
abused him while calling him David and he just triggered him <laughs> while like he was listening to the fight. He's like, oh, like he's been a fan since episode, say, four, right? And we haven't done like, we haven't said his name yet. And he's always like, oh my God, I know they're going to do action next ep- issue or episode, whatever the fuck you call a podcast, whatever the UOM <laughs> of a podcast is. And it's like, he's all, they're going to say it this time. And we say it. And then you're like, David. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> like the rest of the episode he's all screwed up <laughs> but I don't know uh, awesome. anyway getting into this one this starts out just like any favorite super Bendis book would like some kind of interview nine panel interview <laughs> with the worst uh, faces known to man <laughs> or woman I don't know man this is like this is weird so anyway uh it's the continuation. We've talked about it. I think it was all in action. Or what was it? Young Justice did it start? Where they showed up. No, it was, they showed up in action. You sh- talking about Young Justice showed up in action. but um, Yeah, to help out. Connor showed up in Young Justice first. Yeah, but I meant like where this whole thing, this yep. storyline. Yep. They showed up to help out uh, the Justice League fight off Doom. Mm-hmm. The Legion of Doom with the whole Perpetua thing. And there was this whole dialogue about what's Connor going to do when he meets Superman? Oh. <laughs> what's he going to say? And what's super, and like, it was a super anticlimactic meeting. Actually, like Superman said something hell of retarded to him. If I remember right. Uh-huh, he, was like, basically. he was like, you like popcorn or something <laughs> equally <laughs> trivial. Uh-huh. But, uh, they're really dragging this shit out now. Cause this is like the second or third issue. Where they're like, all right, this is Superman and Connor getting to know each other. Hey, 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 who gives a shit? Like, we're trying to figure out what Connor is. When it's like, we know what Connor is. Mm-hmm. But I guess Superman don't know. We do, but they don't. Doesn't that middle panel look like he's holding, like, two fists? Like, he's pumping them down? Oh, uh-huh. Like, I know it's his shoulders, but doesn't that look like he's going... <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. It's kind of a weird I don't panel. know. It... Uh... Uh, what's John Reader Jr. likes to draw lots of lines, which makes you wonder if you want to be an inker or not, because all you you know you can draw a million straight lines, but he can't draw people. No, you know I noticed like, later on. There's a lot. I like a lot of this. I like a lot of a lot of it, like the the cities and all the other detail and things from far away. But when they do a close up of faces and bodies, it does not look right, and it's a problem in this book because it's all people. You know what he can draw though. AI robots with massive appendages. Yeah, I'm going to ask the two Kellex here. Why are his fingers, like, half the size oh, of his body? you went to fingers? Oh, <laughs> see, I forget what you... I yeah, was you're talking right. about that giant, like... <laughs> dong, dude, when does... He's not shaped like that. Yeah. It's like, a, like if you think about, like, a wasp, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the back end of a wasp. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But it's like turned around to where it's facing forward and it's like on the bottom of calyx like isn't he just like a cone usually like i don't know is and he? he has and I he has like what, i don't know i guess i don't look at the at calyx's calyx's dong usually i don't think he normally has one that's the that's the point i'm trying to make here like, no he uh, it looks similar to that i'm looking at different ones but not quite sticking out the way it's sticking out here not as erect not you as would erect. say it's definitely not okay yeah that's what i'm saying I don't know, man. It's there's a lot of this stuff going on, and it's like I get it. It's cool, but don't no, try Freud to hide would it. say you're seeing it. It's not actually there, but I 
think they're just not trying to hide it as much as they used to, to tell you the truth. Like, you used to have to really look for this kind of shit, but now it's like, here it is. I guess instead of breasts, it's all cocks. He wants you to, like, focus on how long Superman's arms are for some reason. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, ape arms in this picture. It's because he can't draw bodies. And, and, oh. and I can't either. I'm not, I'm not saying I should be able to, but hey, I'm not making tons of money doing it. Or some money doing it. Right. And then the next panel, Superman looks like he's four years old. <laughs> exactly. Looks older than, or he looks younger than Connor in the panel next to him. <laughs> That's no, nowhere near as bad, the worst face in this book. So, and then out of nowhere, like, oh, here's some time-traveling John and Brainiac 5. Like, they mm-hmm. look like they're showing up drunk and shit. They're all, like, <laughs> holding each other and singing. And they, uh-huh. they look hella stoned in that, like, the third panel down. Yeah. Where he's like, sorry uh, for the, he's like, sorry for the pop-in. <laughs> so, like, so, si- so nice to meet you again, sir. <laughs> uh, who is, uh, this? <laughs> <laughs> that is the literal dialogue of these two fucking stoners showing up. And he took, he, he didn't take the opportunity to draw more lines. <laughs> there would be red lines in the eyes to show him right. stoned. Jeez. They are blasted right there, dude. And then, like, yeah. even Connor looks blasted in the panel <laughs> below them. He's like, uh, uh, I'm Connor Kent. Is this the most close-up faces this guy's had to draw in one book ever? Yeah, oh because look, look how similar Connor and Superman are on the next yeah. I guess I understand they should look similar because they're supposed to be related or, like, clones of each other or whatever. But, like, you can't even tell which one's which. Yeah. No. Oh, no, that's John. Oh, that, that which one? The one, the first two is the first John, is then John, Clark, then, Clark, then Clark, Connor. And then Connor. Then, Holy then, shit. then it's Brainiac 5. And then it's <laughs> John again. I mean, no, Connor again. Do you want to know how I knew it was Brainiac 5? How? His hair was yellow. There you go. Yeah. Good idea. He, he was wearing a crown of some kind. <laughs> With those three dots that Brainiac always has to have. Yeah, like if there's... Oh, like, I would have assumed you were a Brainiac until I saw those dots and I was like, now I know. <laughs> exactly. Right? So anyway, this... Oh, and do you notice Kellex is uh, not erect now? He's like, oh, too many <laughs> guys here. <laughs> not since Brainiac showed up. He's like, <laughs> I can't get off on dudes wearing tiaras. <laughs> Identify your technology origin, please. I turned him off. It is. He's like fucking like really upset about Brainiac Five too, isn't he? Because as soon as he shows up, he's like. And I love the attitude he gives it because first it's just regular robot. Identify your technology origin, please. Then it's identify your technology origin, please. Yeah, they do like it starts everything. to give him real attitude. And they're like, "Why don't you just calm the fuck down, Kalex? Like, was it? Is this? Are you?" What is these courting? So, like, that's their fucking word, right? Yeah. Is, are you fucking ancient Kryptonian AI? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. That's beyond adorable. Dude, this guy's so blessed. They smoked hell of shit before they came back. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to show the next, like, what, in this week's uh, Legion of Superheroes, it's going to flash back to, like, Brainiac and John just, like, smoking for, like, 12 pages and then deciding like what a great idea it'll be to go to the Fortress of Solitude and look at all the cool shit but then like halfway there they're like oh fuck my dad's there with some asshole that's oh, awesome and, oh jeez dude and, but, and then more of the bad art what's what's going on with John's ass on his the back of his cape it's again it's just a bunch of straight lines I, I couldn't even hint that that would be an S isn't it in this one too where his S on his chest is all fucking weird yeah. too the page before that 
Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I think it's even closer at the end, too, where they... Oh, I mean, spoilers, but like... Spoilers. Don Romita Jr. draws the S improperly. S gets even fucking worse. Is that what happens? Oh, is it is like a morphing is it like a morphing symbol? And, it, and it, it relates to his emotions. So since he's all fucked up now, the S is all fucked up. Yeah, so Sometimes he gets a... stoned. Uh-huh. Your dad's like, yeah. he's like uh, John, you know I always know when you're stoned. <laughs> How, Dad? It's like, I used Visine this time, Dad. He's like, no, you're S, you fucking stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> you stupid son of Suddenly Superman <laughs> treats his son like shit. Like everybody else on the planet. He's the <laughs> nicest person ever. Like Superman, you know, he's he's, he's talking to Batman and telling him his, he's fractured. Right, and Batman t- treats him like shit. But Superman's like, eh, whatever. But Jonathan... <laughs> And that's stupid curses at yeah. And that slight under jab at his wife because it calls him a stupid son of a bitch. It's like Lois. He's <laughs> getting Lois and John in there at the same time. You stupid son of a bitch. You it just says it like slowly. Jesus Christ, Connor, you're so stupid. Your mom is stupid too. It's like, what the fuck? She's not even in this issue. She's over here. What are we talking about? Her? Well, she is in this issue actually. It's yeah. so stupid. It gets stupid with her, too. Is this where she has her own lawyer? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, yeah. It goes... So, that was just a bunch of panels of, like, Connor and John and Soup's getting to know each other with some fucking brainiac antidote. Yeah. It's a chance for them all to meet each other, but also bringing up... What I do like about this and their story is they're um, they're bringing in the whole change... You know, how the universes are changing. One, there's a billion multiverses, but their universe actually has been shifted so many times by the crises, and they're all starting to figure it out. So I mean that's the basics of the book, but mm-hmm. I, I I I really like that they're going down that path, and I hope it continues. Yeah, and so it cuts over to the Daily Planet, and they're like, "Hey everybody, we're fucking owned by an invisible mafia," <laughs> and like that one guy seems to really give a shit, the one that was always picking on Clark, but I think mm-hmm. he just still has a chip on his shoulder because Steve Lombard. Yeah, that guy. And then fucking Lois has like her lawyer there, her personal yeah, fucking lawyer. It's so stupid. It's just more Bendis dialogue for him to get like these little like oh it's so cool, but uh, but the art in this in this section I I like a lot more like that first panel when they move over here where they show the city, because there's no light going on like because the building doesn't it's like so there's no lines yeah there's not lines everywhere but just that piece like and it's not the, and again the faces still are pretty bad it's, I mean I guess Steve Lombard's pretty good but his face is covered with hair so maybe that's what it is. But that first panel, where they show the city and everything, right? You know, you don't have to deal with, uh, you know, the human form or faces or whatnot. But you got the, you know, all the stuff going on in the background with the trucks and the dirt and a few people, you know, pointing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That next really page, well. where they show like the lawyer and Lois, and then yeah, they that. show Perry. Yep. That one, two, like the sixth panel. Oh, Perry. Of Perry. Like, <laughs> I know <laughs> what happened. If to I, if I showed you that panel, though, and I was like, what character is this? Yeah. You would never guess Perry White. No, not at all. It looks it looks like he got punched in the face. Like, he just got punched in the face and it's like, a little distorted now. So they find out that, like, sales are through the roof with all this drama that's going on in Metropolis. They got Event Leviathan. You got the Doom battle. You got Superman revealing himself to everybody, <laughs> which is hella gross. <laughs> and then you got the invisible Again, mafia. The invisible mafia. Yep. Running game. And it's like they run the game at the Daily Planet, right? Mm-hmm. So they're gonna just keep on reporting, right? 
That's what they come to. That's the big consensus here. Yeah, I mean, Perry's like, who gives a fuck if we're making money for the mafia? <laughs> we're making money. Keep going. It doesn't make. It doesn't just make sense. It makes dollars and cents. Now get back to work. Ha ha ha! He fucking puts a cigar in his mouth. They're like, you smoke cigars now? Hey. Fuck you. <laughs> and, and when okay. is Steve? Like, he, Steve is the only one that cares. And since when is he the guy that cares? He's always the asshole. Yeah, and it still seems just like a chip on his shoulder, though. Like, he's caring out of spite. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give you that. It's still misguided caring. He's like, well, the only way to get back at this dick for is just to fucking act cool. What's a dick for? <laughs> if you don't know, I'm not telling you. <laughs> but, uh... uh anyway. Uh, yeah, if you don't... Uh, how old are you, Mike? If you don't know by now, I mean... Yeah, yeah. You gotta ask your wife. Exactly, exactly. Why do you think I sleep in a box? Hey, cry every night. Fucking cardboard box. Yeah, exactly. What else could it be made? What? A, oh, a crate. I guess it could be like a wooden box. No, uh, no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not good enough for a crate. Trust me. <laughs> Tried to bring one home one time. She's like, no, uh. <laughs> but I got it for free. No, I know. I know you don't think you're sleeping in that tonight. You're like, well, no, of course not. I was going to use it to put some of my stuff in. She's like. I gave you a trash bag last week. <laughs> What'd you do with it? Uh, I still got it. It's awesome. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. You do still have that trash bag, don't you? That's like that's like a every that's like a once a week occurrence conversation in your house. Yeah. You're trying to get a better sleeping trying apparatus, but sure, <laughs> your wife's like, mm, mm, mm. no. <laughs> but we have a big house. I'll sleep in a different room. No. My back really hurts <laughs> i don't care i don't care you're sleeping in the corner in the same room as me with my Ooh. boyfriend but that's a different story oh imagine <laughs> crazy <laughs> just take it yet she lets you do the podcast every week she's like yeah okay yeah go, <laughs> yeah, for, go it. for it i'll keep it down uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'll keep it down <laughs> i'll keep it down and then it's going dick for so, dick for <laughs> that's She's all courteous towards you, like, with your recording. <laughs> I'll keep it down, don't worry. Are you and Dieter going to do that podcast? Yeah, that's no, you know what? I'll leave for a little while. How about that? I'll be gone for the next two hours. You you have fun. <laughs> that's crazy. So anyway, now we cut over to the Invisible Mafia, right? Which is weird, because we always see them. Go figure. And this car has changed, like... So they're in a new headquarters, maybe? Mm-hmm. They're not in the old one because no. this isn't where the car was before. Now it's on like a jack stand. Yeah, the effort put into like moving this car from like everywhere <laughs> to everywhere, uh-huh. and they're still not going to tell you what it means, right? Nope. Because it was hinted at before, like she knew about the reboots and the other universes. Oh yeah, but, she did, didn't she? Yep. Well, that's what I think it was originally brought in as, is yeah. like the teaser of like, oh my God, here's the car from the cover mm-hmm. of action. Like, where are they going to go with this story? And so far, they haven't used it at all. They just keep showing yeah. it to like show yeah. you that it's Leon. So, I don't know. But the Red Cloud, she still got her powers yep. from Lex. Was oh, it the same powers? Because you see because it's coming out of her head? Is that why? Yeah, she looks yeah. more crazy. Yeah. But she seems to have them under control a little bit more, right? Yep. And then she's also saying, like, you know, I didn't kill Superman because Lex told me to. <laughs> Which is like her, like, Leon's like, you couldn't even kill Superman if you tried. 
And she's like, no, no, no. I just didn't do it because I didn't want Lex to think he won. Mm-hmm. If it came, if it really came down to having to kill Superman, I'd do it. Do you believe yeah. her? Of course not. Superman. Because she talked, he talked her out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't like her being like, oh shit, it's time to throw the fight. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, I guess you could say that. She, she made the choice. But Fine, that wasn't too. The choice. Of, well, no, she, she's saying she only did it because she didn't want Lex Luthor fucking barking at her. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. the way she doesn't kill him is by making it look like he convinced her not to. She's that smart. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Because then why didn't she just fucking kill him then? And then well, kill Lex and be like, She Boom. works with him. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. We'll see where this goes. But hey, the letter. Here's David Sharp lettering. Going from the black and red to the <clears throat> white and black as she transitions. Yeah, there you Good go. Stuff. David Sharp. Davy Sharp. Good job, Davy. <laughs> Not David. Davy Sharp. Davy Sharp. David Chopper Shops. And it goes from round bubbles to the, to the uh, I don't know, cloud-like Cloud. bubbles. Good stuff. Well, yeah, like more cloudy, right? Mm-hmm. More vaporous. So we get back to the Hall of Justice. And more bantering. More bantering. More bullshit bantering. But this is where they bring up the straight up like uh, reboots and yeah. like fourth wall breaking of. Before you get to that, do you like uh, Blue Beetle? Wait, where Blue Beetle parks his car? Don't you think that would piss Batman off? Right. Like, look, we got a museum here with all these other people, and you're going to park the damn Beetle right on the top of the steps. Come on. And why does it have eight legs like a spider? Yeah, uh-huh. That's true, yeah. How many legs does a beetle have? Not eight. It's not an arachnid, is it? No. Wouldn't it be six? Are you going to look it up? I'm going to look it up. All right, you fucking look it up while I tell... So there's all this bantering going on between, like, the smartest... I guess you got the, what, one, two, three, four, five, six smartest people in the DC universe. Well, heroes, anyway. You got the Adam... Ryan Choi, Ray Palmer, Adam, Blue Beetle, Batman, Mr. Terrific, and Will Magnus. But uh, they're just trying to figure out who Connor is, right? They're like running like diagnostics on him and shit. Mm-hmm. Brainiac 5's there. They look like they sobered up a bit, Brainiac and John. Right? Yep. Six. Six legs, yeah. They're yep. not a eight legs. It's like Jeez. that's a spider. I know my arachnids versus insects. I think apparently, right? I know nothing. Yeah. So there. So he's fucking. Whoever built that beetle thing was like, "Whoa, shit! What does a beetle look like?" <laughs> and they only gave it like one body too. Like, yeah. It should have more. I don't know. That's a terrible vehicle. So yeah, he can park it wherever he wants. I guess right. So they're doing more studies on uh, Connor. And what do they come up with, right? Nothing. It's just doing pr- a study on Clark as it's stretching his head out. <clears throat> Freaking weird. And that panel where it's the five panels, to the bottom two are long. Mm-hmm. You got Brainiac in the back looking around and John like <laughs> staring at the corner of his eye at Connor. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> You know so, who might know exactly what to say. <laughs> so they figure they pretty much just confirm that he's a clone, right? Yeah. He's a Kent clone. Yep. And then they kind of touch base on that. There's like other universes and like reboots and yeah. So apparently, what the Adam, the original Adam, 
knew that you know, kept saying you know, kept saying there was uh, reboots. So he's always he, uh, oh, I told you, told you so, right? And so then, like somebody all of a sudden, like Superman's like, well, I guess I could start asking questions. I mean, it's only been three days. <laughs> Instead of like just listening to his fucking shit babble on, yeah. But he's like, all right, well, who raised you? He's like the Kents. I lived on their farm. And then like that. How did like, that I happen? Why... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but like it's like, one of the first things he asked. What did you do when you were here? Yeah, I know, but it's like, and he's like, Mom, Pa, that yeah. is new information. What the fuck? It, the only information, like, okay, the question he asked was, who raised you, right? Mm-hmm. Would you ask that not expecting new information? Like, would you ask it knowing who, like, I don't get it. <laughs> His reaction to the question, that's new information, not like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. That's pretty funny, yep. That's Clajort. What did uh, Brainiac say earlier? Yeah. Uh, oh, crotting. Yeah, that's crotting and, information. And like I said, why wouldn't Connor say that the first time? Like, the reason they came to you is because you knew me, and you you brought me to your parents. Like, I lived on your farm. You would think that would be one of the first things he asked. That's weird. And then, yeah, so the, but then, like, this relaxing fucking calmness comes over Superman. And then John turns into a fucking Muppet. <laughs> uh-huh. And then the... LSD kicks in for Brainiac 5 because he's just like <laughs> staring around staring off into space with his mouth agape like just like he's doing that in all three of his panels you notice that look at the background he is he's like just staring up with his <laughs> mouth open the whole uh, time that's awesome. that guy's all dude Brainiac 5 is like the ultimate <laughs> drug lord of like 23rd century that, so that's why he wanted to come here to see the uh, toilets of the 21st century as <laughs> we said earlier, do you think like, they flew? <laughs> Sorry. Is, that, is that the first thing you'd want to see? Right. Let me see that shit. Uh, so anyway, do you think they flew all the way from Metropolis to Kansas like that, like <laughs> holding each other on top of each other, side uh, by side? Hello, holding into each yeah, other. Why are they landing shit? that close together? Oh God, holding on to each other. Arms around each <laughs> other. Do, 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 do. We are a super family. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing the the four of them flying through the fucking sky like that? <laughs> but it's hella gross because like it starts off with like Ma and Pa like fucking making out again. Yeah, isn't it every issue that he's been in since? since like, and they back? say that they're like yeah. ew, and they're like it's been every time lately. It is every time they yeah. show up. They're like, yep. they they're either like pre or post coitus. <laughs> <laughs> Like that one time he was forcing her to work on his fucking motorcycle. <laughs> he's staring at her. <laughs> uh-huh, that was great. Drinking a beer. Forcing <laughs> her to change the oil. Like he just railed her on like the back of that motorcycle. <laughs> and now. Yeah, we knocked the oil out of this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. So anyway, they recognize this motherfucker. That's like the big takeaway from this shit, right? Well, that, and I'm surprised you didn't bring up, ah, John, you're huge. Uh, it's not always about dicks, Mike. I mean, Are you sure? Have you no. been listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> well, he does get super stoned, because, oh, that's Connor again, because the S does get all super crazy. Yep. But I think, like, Pa Kent's face starts, like, melting and shit. Oh, One of these panels. It's, it's like the, uh,. Like, it's after the nine-panel page, 
Mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of that page. Oh, yeah. He's talking. <laughs> Brainiac's like, huh? Because, like, fucking John Potkin's face is like. And then Connor starts, like, leaking mercury out of his eyes. <laughs> oh, no, wait. He's crying. I'm yeah. sorry. That's what that's supposed to convey. But yeah, then, it's like yeah, coming you... out of his full eye. Not even, like, the corner of your tear ducts. It's just. Yeah. But then, yeah, the next page, you see how twisted John actually is. Like, his edible kicked in because that S is super sideways. Uh huh. And he, his fa- he looks like twisted. He looks. Yeah, but, yeah, but like you said, Pockham before that, the page before is the worst I've seen. Holy cow. Is that what he thinks wrinkles look like when you smile? I guess, Damn. dude. And then, like. He's in a wind tunnel. Them... It looks like he's in a wind tunnel. <laughs> he's skydiving, standing still. Exactly, he's skydiving. Uh, but the way they're like the way John's like slung over the grandparents like Connor's like fucking <laughs> Connor molesting is, yeah. molesting the two like it looks like they're supporting a drunk guy yeah and same with John and then like Superman looks disappointed <laughs> oh my son and my uh, adopted son from another universe are both addicts what did I do wrong but so they remember him yeah which is like their because they're supposed to be de- this is the only thing it's like things got moved around I guess they're yeah. going to end up saying because yep. it's like these mom and pa were supposed to be dead yep so it's, they were probably taken from Connor's earth and put here for Superman I guess is how you'd explain it and that's why they can remember Connor or it'll yeah, just be yeah this is like, from uh, uh, a doomsday clock right when Dr. Manhattan manipulated things again yeah yeah okay so then but, and I like that too because the, the, these guys were Mom and Pa were obviously changed, and so they remember the past, but most people don't. So it's, uh, I don't know, like I said, this this bit of it, this whole portion of it, I like a lot. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you like it. Well, assuming they continue, right? If this is it, fine. You just reset and go, but I'm hoping they start to talk about what's really going on and, <clears throat> and you know, move forward and, I don't know, tie into Doomsday Clock and Metal and all that. So the cliffhanger in this one is... Lois and Jimmy get a tip of the whereabouts of the hideout of this invisible mm-hmm. mafia, right? Yep. And they stumble upon that giant lead capsule that they used to hang out with and have conversations in to keep, uh, so Superman wouldn't hear him and shit. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot about remember that. Remember all those guys? Like, they would hang out and they had weird names. Mm-hmm. And they'd have their little, and there was like all the words they weren't allowed to say because Superman could hear. Yeah, that's, I forgot about that. Yeah, all their, that's where, yeah, so they were all inside that capsule. But right away, Lois, I mean, how do you not fucking figure this out on the drive over there, right? <laughs> uh-huh. It only takes her all like 30 seconds of being there to realize she got duped and she's not supposed to be there. I guess you're supposed to believe there's dead bodies inside of there. Mm-hmm. Not till the flies are there? Well, I was thinking the flies are the Joker. So was I at first, yep. I guess... It's supposed to be dead bodies. And then the red cloud is there. She's the one that duped him. Mm-hmm. So that's the cliffhanger in this one. Is Lois getting Lois and Jimmy are now in trouble. And so this first panel on the last page, is this a uh, old, you know, hey, you're, you're getting old joke, where she goes big lead pipe in the ballroom. And then uh, Jimmy just goes, I keep mine in the den. Like, is that a clue reference that he didn't get? Or am I reading too much into this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the clue, I don't think it's a clue reference. Because she would have said, like, Mr. Mustard, and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It just, I think then it's just, just really awkward writing. And... 
it's like a joke. Well, it's like, yeah, it's a stupid joke of her being like, why is there this in here? Like, that's her reaction, right? And then yeah, like, he's like, well, then I keep mine in the fucking den. Right. <laughs> okay, I like the other side better. <laughs> but anyway, because Jimmy and this seems like it's supposed to be young. But whatever. Why is he like, hey, Lois, you got some shit on your face. Like, it's smeared right across your cheek. Looks like a, <laughs> two panels Because he put it there. They were doing some shit earlier. Uh, speaking of doing some shit. There you go. Oh, Batman. <laughs> Gotham Knights. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, we're going long tonight, Mike. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, two more episodes of whatever tomfoolery you have in store for us. Exactly. <laughs> this is going to be a real long one. Ooh, hey, hey now. Hey, now. Who's the fucking Freudian problems now? But uh, this one... Uh, did they stop doing the Superman? I don't know. I, yeah, because I was surprised it wasn't out this week either. There was, yeah, because they stopped at number six. Mm-hmm. And I got, but Gotham Knights, they're still going. They're still chugging, chugging along. Yep. But you got another Mark Russell. This one's pretty Mark Russell-y as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like he found his groove or something. But uh, I don't know how like detailed you want to go through this one every panel like we did before. You no, just wanna... I don't have to. So this one is basically a story with was the the moth, killer, killer moth. moth. Yep, that's an old timey rogue, classic rogue. Mm-hmm. And uh, Batman's like lamenting in the beginning about how how many times he's had to go up against killer moth, right? And he's never quite caught him. Never was able to like really defeat him right and uh he's actually learned quite a bit from him he's uh modeled some of his tech after him after like being duped by him right and uh it cuts to like modern time now time and we got well now 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 mark russell writer we said ryan benjamin on the pencils uh dick friend (laughs) ink Alex Sinclair on the colors and Troy Petrie doing some letters. Or whoa. Oh no, that's the cover. Never mind. I was like, there's a lot of letters, Mike. <laughs> there's a lot of people to do a letter in this one. You think they would the last one or yeah, the last one would have to do that with all his all his words. <clears throat> no, just a lot of people. The cover is actually pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> it's not that bad. It's not a repeated cover either. Yeah, it's not that like where it's the first page or <laughs> So Batman he goes to go into uh the warehouse where he thinks Killer Moth is doing his next heist or whatever. And he stumbles across him already dead. And the security guard's like, fuck, dude, I just shot this guy. Stumbled upon him stealing shit. What was I supposed to do? And Batman starts telling the guy a story about, like, the first time they met. And how, like, fucking... This is, like, I like this part where he's talking about, like, very rarely do criminal, theme criminals, like, stray... Oh. <laughs> and go off brand, right? Uh-huh. So it's like when he gets to this, like his lair in the forest, the fact that he has like attack grizzly bears <laughs> really fucks up Batman because it's like, oh shit, dude, like what do moths and grizzly bears have to do with each other? <laughs> it's awesome. I, I love that part. That was like my favorite part so far. I think of this entire series run was just like Batman being like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, it's that, it's that, those little jabs, right? Mm hmm. Like yeah. that, like that Riddler issue he did was like one giant jab about like theme characters, but like even in this one he does it again, like just <laughs> so it's it's like the opposite joke too. It's like where he's saying like in that 
in the one he did with the King Tut and Riddler was like how, how much they stay on brand. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, it was like, here's his example of the, the outlier. Yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> the killer moth, he's like, <laughs> everything was pretty on brand except for the fact that this guy was smart enough to train some fucking grizzly bears to, like, uh, help him out in the woods. And then it cuts back, and uh, Batman, being the smartest detective ever, right? He realizes that the security guard is actually Killer Moth because he slips up in the story. He tells them how many grizzly or he doesn't batman doesn't mention the amount of grizzly bears Mm -hmm. but the security guard knew there was three yep and then the whole time you're seeing killer moth dead on the floor like his clothes obviously don't fit him like his stomach's hanging out did you notice that when you first read it i saw his stomach hanging up i thought it was just from the way he like got shot right yeah exactly and like the sleeves being too short like i didn't put that together i wasn't like and the sleeve i just thought they were showing his abdomen because uh-huh. he got blasted and he's like laying down so yeah because it looks because <clears throat> the first panel with him laying down it, it looks bunched up right it doesn't look short it looks bunched up mm-hmm. so batman figures out that that guy's actually killer moth and uh turn, moth pulls out know, a gun magnet <laughs> I love it. Right. It says gun magnet on it. No, like, you can't use... It's such a unitasker, too, right? Yeah. Like, you can't use that magnet for anything else. Oh, no, no. You're not, you're not going to pick up any of the metals or anything. Of course not. Just a gun. Yeah. Just the gun. It knows. It's hella smart. He uses the gun magnet. He tries to shoot Batman, but... uh, who's Where's that bomb come from? Was that him or Batman? Hmm? Who blows up the... Oh, Batman. It looks oh, like it's okay. a little bat-shaped... Uh, bomb he throws on there oh, i see it all right <clears throat> that's how he gets the best i mean he arrests him and uh he starts like just bitching about how it used to be easier and like you know times fell hard and he had like so much more work for so much little money he saw like this is the only part i understand is why does he see it as a way out like why can't he just leave the game why does he have to fake his death he assumes he's so big that Batman's constantly chasing after him. Even though he doesn't realize Batman couldn't give a shit less about him. Oh, okay. That right? Makes I assume that's what sense. it is. You assume, so they don't say it in the issue, though. No. Okay, well, because he's using the body he's using as, like, his mentor, who was who? never caught. <laughs> Which is, like, even funny. This yeah. is something Batman didn't even know about, I guess. And who was dying, right? And ended up dying of Kent. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so he uses his body... To like fake his death to get out, but ends up getting, and that's what gets him caught. If he just, where uh-huh. was he gonna go? Like, was he gonna collect insurance money? It doesn't make any, like, no insurance is gonna pay <laughs> out, like, you're murdered while <laughs> robbing somebody. Like, As you, yeah. hey, I was a killer moth. Can you, t-? yeah, exactly. I don't know. But he, in his whole speech, he was telling Batman, like, you know, you might think, like, you're, you have the choice to. Ch- you can choose what you want to be in this world, but more times than often, it's like, you know, you are, the world forces you to be what you choose, right? Mm-hmm. Which I guess is his way of saying, like, he may have thought he wanted to be a criminal, but in the end, like, there was no way that he couldn't be. That's the, there's no way out, right? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the message in this one. But uh, Batman's like, well, fuck it. Yeah, you're still getting arrested, dickface. <laughs> and... But he goes as far to donate as Bruce Wayne, like a wing of Arkham Asylum, 
to the permanent residence mm-hmm. and he's actually all happy and shit like he's retired he's truly retired which yeah. I guess well, I look, if you, you get I mean I guess you're stuck in a cage there but if that's your life and you're fed constantly and you don't have to worry about money or anything and you want to retire anyway well, I think they call it first place. three hots and a cot there you go yeah Looking pretty good. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I liked about this is, I mean, again, only because it only works as a, as a one shot here, but you've got what happens when they get older, right? And that's basically what this is all about. And he was he was a low level criminal like Joker is constantly killing people for fun of it. All right, he was back in the day when when most of the villains were just robbing stuff. <clears throat> and things get things get tougher, and now he gets in old age. What do they do? They just keep doing this forever until he can't move anymore. Oh, I thought it was yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, because even the guy that got away with it forever still died, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he pointed out. His like, so yeah, there was no end for him. Yeah. Just like there was no end for Two Face, <gasps> he fucking tried to kill himself. Uh, so we can look into that in D- Batman Detective Comics number one thousand and twenty-two, written by Peter J. Tomasi, and pencils by Brad Walker, and inks by Andrew Hennessy. With fucking Brad Anderson doing double duty on our pod, at least. Doing the colors. <laughs> Just for us. Just for us. Fucking Brad Anderson's like, you want colors? You fucking want colors? Here they are. And Rob Lee doing some letters. So, uh, let's get to this cover, Mike. All right. This is like fucking Scrooge McDuck's biggest <laughs> <Money> bin. nightmare <laughs> Crossed with fucking <laughs> Rob Liefeld's wettest dream, right? You got <laughs> Batman drowning in like a like it's a bunch of coins, right? Like Scrooge McDuck, he's always swimming around. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know why Batman's drowning. You should just be able to swim through this shit. He's a billionaire. Exactly. He has Scrooge one of his McDuck, own, doesn't he? he? He doesn't he have a money pit he swims around in. Yeah. But look at this. Like, what is with the cape? I know. It's, it's the like biggest this cape super. Ever. It's the Rob Liefeld super kid, like the spawn is no Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering where you're going with Rob Liefeld. Ah, I'm sorry, I fucked it. Hey, here we are. Supposed to be good doing job. Start the whole podcast over. You don't know shit. Yeah, start it all over. <laughs> all right, take two. So yeah, you know, fucking Todd McFarlane capes really big. Yep. Heads tails. Either way, the Dark Knight loses. Is that true? Uh, he seems to win most of the time. Okay, so. Remember what's been going on in these last ones? Did you ever get back and read that first one? Uh, I think so. But it's basically the uh, there's the mob right where he's got the uh, not the mob right. the uh, cult basically. Yeah, the two, cult of, two of us, two of us instead uh, of the one of yeah. us. <laughs> That's right, two of us. <laughs> and they all they all embed a uh, coin in their heads. Right. So last issue though ended with Two Face shooting fucking. Batman in the chest hell of mm-hmm. times, remember? He's like... Dah, 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 oh, that's dah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and we were like, well, he probably has a bulletproof vest on, which he did, I guess, because this starts with uh, Two-Face waking Batman up. He's like, hey, get up, bitch. Wake up. Wake up. My question to you is, because he's got Batman now, like, he's got him over a vat of acid. Why does he have him, like, horizontally? To be... Because of what you see later, right? He's half of him. Yeah, but when he drops him in there, like his whole body goes in. Like it does. The, I thought that too. I was like, yeah. oh, he, because Two Face is giving this speech, right? And he's also points out that he's 
finished because before it was just his face, right? The chemical burn. Mm-hmm. Is that what he's saying? And Where? now he's got. That's what Two Face is saying. Okay. Right, because he says, uh, "What does he say? I've been having these turns suddenly, and then there's your come out, blah 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 blah." My just was wasn't he say that he finished? Oh, and until you go, wait, better to see how dark. Oh fuck this! I'll just cut all this out. Oh yeah, here he says it. Here, better to see our dark angel in its true light instead of masking, and which is why I took great pains to continue my scarring down the entire side of my own body. Mm-hmm. So he only had scarring on his face before, right? Yeah, as we're saying right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like it makes it look like he's trying to scar just half of Batman's body. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. <clears throat> well, yeah, it does. He gets. He gets. Well, he has, well, his right arm ends up in it. But the rest of it is, if you look at him later, it's only half his body that's got uh, acid. Besides that one right arm where you stuck it in. No, he's, well, where he's busting out right here is left and right. He goes all the way into the vat. That as soon as what, as soon as the bottom of any of those ropes go in, they break. His whole body falls in, and that's exactly what happens. It's not just half his body. Look, well, you look goes, at it later, it's half his body. But look where he's coming out of. Where look where he falls in. Yeah. It's his entire body. He's still hanging up somehow. Nah. I don't know. Hey, I was more bothered by one. Why is acid green always? Because I don't think I've ever seen acid green. But, besides that, he, he's hanging over it. It's boiling, right? So he's got all those vapors uh, uh, rising up on top of him. While he's hanging there, he should be dying or burning completely, screaming to death. Not, like, waiting to be fall, to fall in. You get, you get like boiling it. hot acid uh, vapors all over you? That's going to kind of suck. And the cape's, like, already melting and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then, like, his face gets submerged, and there's, like, no protection on that, but no. that never gets burned. And he fights, like, the entire... Like, that's the thing. He never stops to clean the fucking acid off of him. Oh, no. Depends so on what kind of acid this is. This is like, eat right through him. So all will have his gone. And so, like, basically, he falls into the acid, but then he, like, blows up the bottom of the tank with, like, some batarangs or something to where it leaks out everywhere now. So all the joke Or Joker. All the Two-Face's henchmen are, like, running away... Two-Face is making them form, like, a human pyramid mm-hmm. to save him. <laughs> and they're all, like, burning below him. But yeah. he's like, fuck you. You're just going to burn to save me. But then, like, Batman ends up escaping and saving all the henchmen with, like, this uh, zip line yep. type double back and forth thing. But, look, even there, like, you're right. That is half his body there. But, like, both his arms are still. Mm-hmm. And why did his utility belt come off like when oh he never had it on where did he get it from then I don't know it was hanging on the wall right next to him he's like ah shit better grab this now because all of a sudden he has like his utility belt which he didn't have before thank god he had all those batarangs that broke the thing inside his gauntlets or whatever but uh yeah so he said it never covered his eyes it doesn't touch any of his skin yeah yeah, it's like you could see his skin was exposed, but he like doesn't give a fuck. The cape is like melted off completely, but I guess that's not the same material as like the rest of the suit because it seems to be holding up pretty well. So he saves all the henchmen. Some people are injured, but nobody dies. Harvey's safe, but his church of 
church of two is in ruins, right? Mm-hmm. And earlier, this is what confused me because I forgot that he sent that guy out to do no good. The one henchman. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah, because like, he's like, yeah. do no good. Yeah. Remember earlier, like, it was like the first panel. It was yeah. like, hey, you, you've been chosen to go do no good. Because like Batman just shows up and starts beating the fuck out of this guy. You'd think he'd wash the acid off first. That's what I mean. He never <laughs> washes this acid. He just goes he, straight to beat the shit out of this guy. And that, I was like. You know the factory has, it has those showers, right? In the middle of the factory there. <laughs> Right, he could have done yeah the emergency shower, the OSHA thing, uh-huh. and and then he goes to a construction site, which I'm also sure has them, but then he showed like there's all these weird like sick children across the street, mm-hmm. and they show like this little like because I guess he's gonna blow up the hospital yeah and kill all these kids, but like it's like this such weird dynamic of this story where like the kids watch Batman. Well, first the kids see one of the guys get murdered by another henchman, right? <laughs> Gets kicked off the top of that building. And then Batman shows up covered in acid, probably like paralyzes or like maims like these two guys really terribly. And the kids are just like rooting and cheering and shit. And Batman has like this weird ass smile on his face where he's like, I know. Yeah. Did you see those kids get fucking murdered? <laughs> uh, and then it cuts to a. Like, he's doing detective work now all of a sudden. Still covered in acid. Right? Yep. He's going up because, like, I guess, I think it was in the other issue where the guy, like, killed himself right in front of Batman. Is that what this is going to? The, the In the past year? No, this is the present where he's talking to this lady on okay. this penthouse. Yeah. And he's asking her, how did you get, was the guy that she's talking to about her husband? Didn't that guy, like, kill himself earlier in the story? Yeah, I, I didn't remember that. So what was happening is, like, she's saying, like, yeah, my husband got, you know, terminal disease. And uh, this company was like, well, come work for us and we'll take care of everything. And her husband gone. And then all of a sudden he died, which she thought was from the disease. But it was obviously from him killing himself for the cause, which I guess is what Batman finds out. So then he goes with this guy that he caught at the construction site. And he's like, what's your story? And this is kind of cool because this goes back. To where we were talking, I think when we first read, we we're like, "What's Two Face? Is this didn't Two Face try to kill himself?" Mm-hmm. And this goes all the way back to that story, and Batman and Robin, where it was like where uh, Two Face ended up killing himself. Remember? And then they had those like twins come yep. over and be like the new Two Face and all that shit. But they never, because Two Face did it off panel. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, "Oh, we don't know a hundred percent if he's dead." And then uh, I guess he wasn't. Yeah, well, he wasn't, but there's a good reason why they're going to get to it, right? But yeah, they never explained why he, how he stayed alive. So this this was kind of cool. Do you do you know how long ago it was? No, I I wanted to look it up, but I remember reading it and all. It had to be what how six seven years ago? Yes, you're right, six years ago, 2014 February. Okay, Batman and Robin. Yeah, I remember. It was dope. I remember, I, re- I remember reading that issue and everything. I was like, I was like, did they fucking kill Two Face? Yeah. They fucking had Two Face kill himself. I'm again. <laughs> so fuck, <laughs> this changes comics forever, Mike. And I grabbed you by your shirt. I was like shaking you hella hard. You're like, Dude. <laughs> first of all, he was killed off panel. Second of all, they do it all the time. And I was like, no, Mike, you don't fucking understand. I started like ripping all the bolt, like the books off the shelf, and it was crazy. I remember it was like calming down. It took like four days for you to calm me down. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you found out I was actually on PCP. <laughs> nice callback there. Yeah, package concierge packages. But uh, 
So would you consider this a retcon? No, because it's the same guy. Because the same guy. It's Tomasi, right? Tomasi killed him. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. So I think Tomasi had the idea to be like, well, there I'm you not... go. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, because Batman and Robin, it was his book. Yeah. And so this right. is his yep. book as well. He's just. He was like, I'm going to, because he after Two Face shot himself was when he brought in the other characters, right? Mm-hmm. I think those that was his intention. Like, I don't think he ever like, and he was going to bring Two Face back somehow. And this is probably this is probably his intention the entire time. Never get never got a chance to tell a story. Right, something crazy. So I don't know. I think it was super cool though. I like the throwback, the callback that yeah, far back. Great. And that's then, what I said when you asked which other book. I'm like, come on, Detective, come on. This is pretty cool. And then not only is that a throwback there. But then you get the Joker, uh-huh. even, and we're the new Fifty Two Joker with the no face and everything. I love, I love this Joker, the design of this Joker. Uh huh. He's got, he's still wearing like the Joe, the Cable guy, you know. Uh huh. Everything about him. Whereas mask that still flies all over the place. It's great. Yeah, it's super cool. And uh, you find out Joker is recruiting. He didn't want Two Face to die either. And. Uh, he's a huge hand in bringing him back to life he uses Doctor Strange and some Mad Hatter and he knows he's gonna make Two-Face even crazier mm-hmm. and he's like but I got big plan. you're a huge pawn in what I got coming up and it seems though this is the whole thing now he's like kind of leaning towards like revealing Batman like you've talked about this in the past right mm-hmm. and that's what kind of like this seems like he's going with like his plan is going to be revealing who Batman is. Yeah, it could be. I, I still, I still am not sure if that's where they're going with it. Well, because he says, uh, he says something. Hugo's going to perform in a Oh shit, this is going to be. Hold on. Okay. You're here. It is. You're a pawn in my big game, Harvey, baby. I'm going to show Batsy that in the end, only one mind can survive. No more masks. As the good saying goes, I and I, as the old song goes, I and I. One's neither, one's, what does that say? What the fuck? One's, one's nature n- neither honors nor forgives. Yeah. So no more masks, right? Yep. But wasn't the whole new 52 run, he like didn't, give a fuck about Batman's identity? Wasn't that like a huge part of the story? Yeah, that was the whole thing because <clears throat> that's what Batman kept saying. He really doesn't care whether or not he knows it doesn't matter. And, and uh, his whole thing is just, a, you know, in, in the New 52, Joker's the whole thing was just a game between the two of them and basically Joker was in love with Batman. So doesn't this kind of retcon all of that if it's going to be like now I care about exposing who Batman is? If that's what, yeah. Oh yeah. If, if he wants to expose it, unless he has a reason for it, but yes, it'll it's a complete change. And I, can't, that's I, like, I can't buy they're doing that. Are they going to really make it that big of a deal when Superman and, just revealed himself? And they're shitting like all over Snyder's run. Like yep. so much so that where they're showing you like, here's this Joker from this time period where we said he didn't care. Mm-hmm. He really did care the whole time. <laughs> and all that storytelling that like brought you to tears in Batman 50, like was all for naught. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Oof. Oof, size large, if that's the case. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not what it is. But it very well maybe. But then it cuts to present-day Joker. Mm-hmm. And he's swinging a hammer, blowing some shit up, and 
Bada bing, bada boom, he stumbles upon the court of owls, right? Yep. And I can only, since he says a new recruit, is it just Talon then? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I, I don't, I guess I don't want to spoil it. No, because those are clown faces. I thought those are, I'm thinking that I seen on Twitter um, cover for one of the future issues. And there's uh-huh. a bunch of people around the Joker, but it's, uh, it, it reminded me of the owl's faces, but they were all clown masks. So my oh, babbling okay. right now means nothing. So well, I'm I thought it's talent. Yeah, the court made it out. Remember, mm-hmm. and then they were killed in another way already. Remember that Bane? I think killed them. Oh, in did City he kill of Bane. them? Bane. Okay, I think because he took over their headquarters. Yeah, or some shit. It was like way, way, way in the beginning of King's Run. Mm-hmm. And I think it shows it like Bane murder the court of those people that you were thinking, like those, like the snooty ass people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this, I think, I'm guessing Talon. But I don't know. But I wasn't even aware that this was a thing. And then I was like, holy shit, this is not only a thing, but we missed some of it. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Why? What did we miss? Well, the main story has already been two issues that we read. I didn't know that was the main story. Mm-hmm. And then Nightwing, I didn't read Nightwing 70, which already came out. Yeah, I'm not sure. When they say main story, it, uh, wasn't it just the t- the, the tie-in at the back with with Joker... I don't know. What did he do? He showed he, some of his cronies with the masks on. I mean, that's yeah, but there was the whole thing looks. of it. No, because there was the whole thing of like Harley going after the Joker and he was doing something and there was like the whole the punchline. Yeah. Yeah. And then punchline showed up. But there's also this whole thing about like the bot. Well, I guess we did know this was going. I guess the whole freeze and distributing kind of threw this off yeah. or put it on the. I made like maybe I forgot it was going on. I'm not sure if you knew because remember he showed up a couple times and you're like what's going on and I already knew the Joker War was coming I don't I oh, still don't okay. know exactly what the Joker War is but I knew that was going to be the next big name for the next big story uh, okay well yeah so it's, it's hard crazy. for me like I said when I since I look at stuff online it's it's a little more difficult for me to know what you know okay so I don't know but not only did I not know yeah I missed, like it's funny that it's two two issues into the main mm-hmm. story already but like I said they haven't revealed anything because even online I don't know what the Joker War is. All, all I've known is this picture of him destroying um, the uh, the Batcave. And it is crazier, too, because right. it's like this detective comic was a third part of a story, but it's the first part of the tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> when it's like, well, why couldn't you just read the two issues before this? But it's like, not only that, it goes on for like four more issues. Mm-hmm. In Detective? Yeah. Yeah, my guess, again, it's the, the tie-in, calling it a tie-in is more the marketing portion. And DC does a good job of the fact that you didn't didn't know as part of the story was good, and they didn't make a big deal. So you got to go buy this now, right? It's already out. You're already reading it, and it's not much, but it's just it, it's very little, right? Yeah. My assumption is you would would, would not have to read any of this. Oh, I'm to, sure. To know what's going on? I'm I'm I still picked up what Nightwing seventy. Yeah, so. you might as well read it. But might as well. I mean, here we are. Might as well. With that Rick uh, the Rick Grayson bullshit. <clears throat> I thought they ended that. Not yet. Son of a bitch. Just like <clears throat> things that'll never end, like the news. Already, so uh, yeah, we'll cut it short here. 
Yeah. But so well, the biggest thing is that you probably don't care about, I guess, because you don't buy single issues, right? You like the uh, digital books. The digital, yeah, because you can read them. The first thing on the list. I don't care anything. Any argument you have against reading digital comics, you can read them in your bed at night. You ain't got to worry about no mm-hmm. lamps. You ain't got to worry about fucking lighting to read. Because like the, when I used to read the paper books, you'd always have to have like a nice chair, yep. uh-huh. good lighting. Good light, like you yep. got, and it's got to be right. And it's very... But as soon as I tried it on an iPad, I was like laying in bed with the lights off and shit. And you can just read anything you want. It's like It just opens up more... Uh, vers- it's like more versatile, I guess. You mm-hmm. just read anywhere, anytime. You don't have to worry about light, which is kind of a weird thing to bitch about. But no, <laughs> that's it's my not number at all. So I, I still, I still do both. All right, I, 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 especially when I go to work, I like having my iPad because I don't have to freaking pile books and I can sit here and read as many comics right. as I want. Right, traveling uh-huh. and all that. But mm-hmm. I still do like the uh, comics once in a while when I pull up a comic. Right. I also enjoy. I also, you know, I don't. Know, I guess I feel better helping out the uh, little guy here, you know, in the retail stores. All right, but yeah. uh, DC seems to not give a shit because they are dropping Diamond altogether. Oof. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So when we, when we were talking about that, remember when you said they were coming up with new distributors because Diamond uh-huh. wasn't was decided not to distribute during the um, during the whole crisis, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we figured, figured, oh, good competition. Well, no bullshit, because Diamond is saying no. DC has been trying to get rid of them for for years now, and there isn't any real competition because it's um, that's it's, you know how, like beverage distributors are exclusive to certain areas and like cable is exclusive mm-hmm. to certain areas. Yeah. So it's truly monopolies. Hmm? Yeah. Well, that's what's happening here. There's two distributors, one for each half of the coast for each half of the country. I mean, and they both suck, at least according to, uh, my local comic shop. Cause he's saying that he, they use FedEx ground, which is pretty, which to that, according to them is awful. So DC says now they want to release books on Tuesdays, right? They get their books Wednesday afternoon now, or Wednesday evening. So how can they have it on Tuesdays? Oh, wow. It's already almost late for Wednesdays as it is. That is crazy. Yeah, and they're saying the costs have gone up. Ooh, wow. So, yeah, and according to them, they even said, you know, there's a bunch, and I've started looking online, and so all the retailers are bitching. Um, they were saying that a lot of retailers are going to now not put any DC books on their shelves at all. It'll just be whoever is, you know, on the pull list. It's bullshit. Yeah. So, like, DC, like, so it seems like DC is trying, is... It doesn't give a shit and trying to kill the whole print medium, which you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I have nothing against uh, digital at all, right? But you, I, I don't think it's a good idea to kill one and let um, distributor or retailers say, "Hey, we fuck you." Then we're not gonna put anything on the shelf. Anybody that walks in is not gonna see DC anymore. I wish they would because then, because my biggest gripe about digital is the fact that it costs as oh. much as a paper book. <laughs> yeah, and when there is no overhead and there is no ink and there is no paper and there is no like, and I get you can't offer one thing at three dollars and another thing at a dollar when it's like nobody's gonna buy the three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But oh fuck, the fact that books cost as much as a digital edition is just ridiculous. I I totally agree with that. That is that is completely ridiculous. Um, I, my fear though is if they go digital, it'll be easier to hide when you're cutting pages down. That's true. You know what I mean, right? Because like some of the digital ones already. Or just that single single page, you know, it's like 15 pages, and it's yeah. all almost almost splash page type, and it, it oh, there's things they can do to modify it without you quite realizing what's going on. Yeah, the other one thing that I also, I'd say like my second favorite thing about the digital is 
because it doesn't have the ads yeah throughout the book and because you don't always have to be looking at two pages mm-hmm. like most of the times when we, a lot of those little cliffhangery spoilers work like because you know sometimes it's like the last panel mm-hmm. will be the cliffhanger but like you've already seen the second page <laughs> you're opening the two pages yeah yeah and you already see like yeah in the bottom here it looks like he's not going to make it but you already see him out of the situation over here like mm-hmm. that gets because you're only flipping one page at a time i think you get a lot fewer like spoilery like the more the way the artist or the writer intended to s- you to see it you know mm-hmm. to where you're like oh shit and then like you're oh thank god versus like oh He's fine right there because your eyes tend to wander, right? Especially when you turn a page. You don't like just go right to the top and read. You sometimes like scan what's going on, then start reading. So Yeah. No, yeah. That's, so there's, I, I definitely see benefits to digital. I love digital, but it, it, I don't know. There's something to me that would suck if they try to get rid of paper paper copies altogether and just move and over then, to trades. But and we'll then see. you could be like, oh, well, you know, you don't get paper cuts. <laughs> like physical book but then with the ipad have you ever been laying in bed and like you, it slips out of your hand and smacks you in oh, the face that's the worst you're laying that, there and you're falling asleep digital equivalent of a paper cut <laughs> yeah i've done that before uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty that. funny and, and the other thing is i think the co- I, I, i'd be able to save a shit ton of money too i spend too much on floppies that sit around and are not are end up useless do you call them you call them floppies yeah uh, <laughs> I've, I've only called that because like i said the guy at the comic book store called it floppies a couple times the guy at the comic book store calls it a fl- wait he's, uh-huh. whoa i don't even want to know they're, they're <laughs> looking awfully floppy today mike <laughs> or the author you, you know he also i don't know he was he was also uh talking about uh some bulges and all the drawings too when he said floppy so i'm not sure what he was talking about your wife's always like mac when are you gonna she floppy laying about all your floppies, <laughs> your floppies laying everywhere just laying all over the place all floppy you floppy boy <laughs> oh okay well is that what what the fuck you got more you got more what else you got uh, yeah we got a couple of new things but who cares how about a game with no name okay so there's the song oh shit dang dang lanes are he's probably that might motivate him to actually write one now there you go all right Miles to go. Miles to go. Miles to go, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the name of this comic. <sighs> All right. Amara Bishop has seen her life of hard work pay off when she's asked to be the headmistress at the Royal Ballet School Ballet... Jeez. The Royal Ballet School of London. When she arrives, she learns that no matter how much pressure she has put on put on herself up until now, it is nothing like what she'll experience in her new life as a Liverpoolian mafia attempts to take over the London cartel's territory through her school. Miles to go. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so a ballerina school is going to get taken over by... The Liverpoolian mafia. The Liverpoolian mafia. Yep. Because it's okay. taken over, but through the London, so they got to fight with the uh, London cartel. It looks like. I don't get the pun. There's no was pun. Her name? What was her name? Amara Bishop. Where's the miles to go come in then? I don't know. There's no pun. Doesn't need. What the fuck? How am I supposed to fucking determine if this title <laughs> matches the story? If it's not gonna like relate? I don't know. Oh boy. All right. Next one. <laughs> Amara Bishop is a newly recovered addict going through withdrawals, and what and what a time to. Well, and what a time to decide to get clean. Right after humans win the war against the invading alien army and society has all but been decimated. Now Amara needs to travel from Boston to Chicago if she hopes to survive. 
when she arrives, she'll learn that she still has miles to go. Boom, so there one. it is. Okay, <laughs> that one's going to see that one now I'm believing. I'm picking two already. I'm like, <laughs> like two already. This fucking makes sense. She's traveling. Uh, fucking she 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 wanted to get somewhere. She did, and then she's still got more to go, miles to go. All right. Fucking number three. <laughs> Should I not even read number three then? <laughs> Tony uh, yeah. Two wins. <laughs> I win. Uh, that's awesome. Number three. Amara Bishop is a newly single mother with a long buried past. Raised by an alcoholic father in a rundown trailer, Amara was a child when she learned to kill, and she hasn't killed anyone since she was 13. When her aging mentor is murdered and her daughter is threatened, that will soon change. Number two, Mike. <laughs> it's the only one that uses the title, and I'll be damned if that's not the book. Either that or you're a genius. So, you're like, I found a book where the synopsis doesn't contain the title. I'm going to fucking... Write one that sounds like the title. Put it in there, and then I'll give him a fucking one that doesn't have it as well, so he'll be, he'll know. Well, then I'm a fucking genius. Really? It's not yes. number two? Nope. Is it number one? No, it's number three. Oh, son of a bitch. The one I didn't even listen to. <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. Foiled oh, by awesome. my own fucking... While well, I'm over here wallowing in my own crapulence. Fucking... <laughs> Thinking I got this on lock. <laughs> See, oh. yeah, no, I, I shouldn't say this, but I was like, I figured because, because that was the only one that had miles to go in it, <laughs> that you weren't going to choose that one. Dieter's going to be stupid enough to pick that one because <laughs> it's the only one that says it. But did you like that? She has miles to go yeah. with her miles to go with her draw, withdrawals, and she has to walk miles. I was like, oh my god, it's I got the greatest story ever. It it fit this you bit. I'm fucking blown away. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, but did you uh, like that story? I don't know. Society's been decimated. I don't know. I thought the belly with was... aliens. She's all strung out on hair on. <laughs> it's like, I got shit to do. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, that's crazy. Good, good and actually, the Liverpool Mafia is Liverpoolian. Freaking weird. You made, you made that up, too. No, right? I looked it up. Oh, God. Because I, I research went to the for these things now? Uh-huh. You're doing research for these things yeah, now? Yeah, of course. I do it every, every, every once in a while. I looked at the, the, the Royal Ballet School is real, too, of London. So I was like, hey, mm-hmm. what kind of ma- what mafias are there? And so, hey, anyway, that was fun. Mm. That was good shit. It's now, yeah. what, what did I say? It's now uh, 12 to 18, Mike over Dieter. Was that still like a third or something? Don't I have to like... Well, no, you're well past the third, so... Yeah, so there, stick that in your smoking pipe. Yeah, no, but hey, you just call me a genius, so I'm happy. Yeah, you're fucking... Duping, yeah, it's like it's hard to dupe me, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you got you, 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 do, you, uh, one more, much more than half the time, so I got one over there. So on Dieter. Let me go pat myself on the back for fucking making Dieter look like an asshole on this whole <laughs> podcast. All right, well, I got you to laugh. That's all that mattered. It was fun. That's right. I was all happy right. about that. All right, wait, all right. yeah, well, I'm sure you got some... Mitch is probably chuckling it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, he and he enjoyed you fucking yourself over last week. He said, painting yourself into a corner. <laughs> what? Remember last week in the beginning? Yeah. You did something stupid. With the so. Game with No Name? No, no. The very beginning of the episode. Oh, I don't remember. Th- yeah, neither do I. But my it, Mitch enjoyed it. All right, that's good. Even though we just admitted that all we do is listen to the episodes over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> I uh, can't recall what happened at the I beginning of the last episode. I just don't have a good memory. Oh, we're terrible liars. Well, if you laughed and you want to laugh some more, you can roll those dice and come back next week and we might be able to do it to you again. 
Uh, but until that time, goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter. <laughs> Boom 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 bo